it's indeed a blessing being here tonight in church and to sing these uh, wonderful choruses, He's Precious to Me. We're glad to have you attending online our service here Saturday night. So you following us online and those of you that are here in the sanctuary, it is uh, such an honor and privilege for us to be here. Church is becoming more and more precious. And we, sa we sang that song, He's Precious to Me, So Precious to Me. You know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's very important for us to sing it from the depths of our hearts. Tell the Lord, it's a prayer to Him. Tell Him how much He means to us. Tonight, we're so glad that we have found it possible to be in church. Those of you that were not well, good to see you back in church. Stay near, we're glad to see you back in church after such a long time. And uh, God has been good to every one of us. There are still individuals that need our prayers and need our support. We want to remember them in prayer. They are some saints that are still battling some things in life. Battles will never stop until the Lord takes us away. We'll have to go through our trials and tests and sometimes, and most of the times, we don't understand uh, what's happening to us, but uh, if we learn to trust Him, things will be alright. So tonight, I want you to join with me in prayer. We want to remember those that needs help and those that are battling uh, different things in life. Pray the Lord bless our weekend. All right, to join in me in prayer. Father, tonight we're thankful to you that we can gather here in this sanctuary. Father, thankful to the, for those that are following us online. We thank you for your mercy and your grace. We cannot thank you enough for all the things you have done for us. You've spared our lives, God. You've protected us in times of trouble. You've provided for us, Lord. We appreciate you so much. We ask you tonight that you please remember those that are going through some hard times. Those that are battling sicknesses and, and physical problems. We pray, Lord, that you'll reach down your hand of mercy and compassion. And touch their minds and touch their hearts and touch their spirits. Oh God, touch their bodies and minister strength and healing. Bless those that are here and those that are following us tonight. Be thankful, O oh God, for their faithfulness. Thankful to you, Lord, that you have kept your people safe and protected. Oh, yes, yes. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity we have that we can gather together and listen to your word. Sing your praises and feel your presence, oh God, and leave this place different than we came in. Ask that you'll bless this weekend. We pray and ask it in Jesus' most precious and wonderful name. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Tonight, I'm glad to be in church. It's... Uh, I'm getting to understand how how important it is and how uh, a privilege it is for us to gather together in church, gather together as a group, and how important it is to listen to God's word. I think uh, I think last Wednesday night was was uh, awesome. If I uh, could remember, it was not titled at the time, but I think uh, it was titled afterwards about something to do with spiritual discernment uh, to that effect. And 
Yes, and we appreciate the Lord for every lesson that we have got. You know, the more I listen to the tapes and the more I listen to the lessons, I'll sit in church and I'll, uh, and on a Sunday or, or whenever Brother Singh is preaching, and I'll try to take as much notes as possible. But to me, that does not do justice to the lesson. Taking, just taking the notes. What really helps me is when I am alone and I can go over and I can understand this scripture and I can read the scripture. To me, I find it when I'm reading it by myself alone and try to recap the lessons, I'm getting a lot more out of it. And that is I'm able to connect out of scriptures to it. And uh, Wednesday night, I, I get to understand uh, that uh, how important the Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit is vital for our spiritual growth Amen. and our spiritual development. And we can attend church for years and years, and we have, and we can follow all the traditions uh, of the, uh, the, uh, the, the organizations that we are part of. And we can follow their, their trend. But unless God touch our hearts and our minds, we would have wasted our time attending church or being part of an organization if we are not changed. You see, I was kind of looking at that scripture on, on Wednesday night. I think it might have been the 28th chapter of Matthew when uh, Jesus was resurrected. And, and those of you that uh, uh, were attending the service, you would know that uh, afterwards the disciples uh, I think uh, they met with Jesus and they were glad to see him face to face after his resurrection but the very next couple of verses uh, there was a sad verse or part of a verse that mentioned and uh, uh, some of them did not believe uh, some of them did not believe and I you know what I, I thought about my own self uh, many a times we we have experienced things in our lives and we give credit to other things and situations apart from God. I remember uh, one time uh, it was an uh, icy condition in the middle of winter and uh, uh, the, the, it was very, very bad driving on the roads. And I remember we, uh, we were in College Street at that time and went home, got home safe. And uh, I felt good. I, there, there was a, no, there was Dufferin Street because there was a climb that we had to go up a little hill, and it was icy. And I got through that, and I was at home. I pulled my car in the driveway, and I uh, said to the the group in the car, "See how good it is. Uh, it's always good to do defensive driving." And the credit was the person behind the steering wheel, given to the person behind the steering steering wheel, and that was me. And something, a little thing on the inside convicted me. And now I'm looking back in those days and see how unwise and unthankful a lot of us were, you know, have been. If it wasn't for the love and the grace of God and His protection, going from point A to point B, we would not have made it safe. Uh, when we wake up in the morning, yeah, you don't know, and I don't know what lies ahead, but what we know is that God is in control of all things. And that we have heard that lesson about uh, God is in control of all things. He's sovereign and He's in control of all things, but that does not negate our human responsibilities. 
Uh, these are things will always stick with us and should always remain with us. And we can always uh, memorize that and, and focus on that to know that he is in control of all things. But we need to get out of bed in the morning. Uh, we need to go to work. We need to do our regular duties and, and our task for the day. And while we're doing that, we still need to maintain our spiritual connection with him. Because the angel of the Lord encamps round about them that fear him. And uh, the problem was with Cain. It was uh, when he decided, when he sinned, he, he left. He went from the presence of God, the scripture says. He ran away from the presence of God. And do you know that we can also drift away from the covering that God has over us? Uh, by going to places and doing things that we should not and God is not pleased with. We can drift away from his protection. And sometimes it'll, it'll, uh, uh, it'll uh, uh, require us smashing our car and come out of there. Uh, God sometimes allows things to happen to wake us up and to jar us, to let us understand that he is still in full control of everything. And uh, sometimes it might be a situation where I'm going through a rough time and uh, inappropriate time and and uh, uh, we may, I may not understand it all, but uh, when I learned to trust him, uh, the scripture says, might have been Solomon, uh, when he was writing in the third chapter of Proverbs, I think it was, when he says, uh, he says, my son, forget not my law, but let your heart keep my commandment. He says, for length of days and long life and peace shall it add to thee. He says, in all thy ways acknowledge him and that's what I needed to do I've done in the first place when I drove home and I parked the car it was not my skills that took me home it was not the blizzard tire that uh, that uh, uh, that uh, uh, the, the company made that took me home no it was God's protection it was his angels that took me home and took my family home safe in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Trust in the Lord. The scripture says with all thine heart. And lean not to thine own understanding. It is, it's sad to say that, that those people in, in, uh, in Matthew the 20th chapter. That did not believe that he was resurrected. Uh, and you know we can be attending church for years. And there are things that happen in our midst. That we still don't fully understand and fully believe. Uh, do we believe that God is here on a Saturday night? Do we honestly believe that God's presence is here on a Wednesday and a, Saturday, and a Sunday morning? Uh, do we honestly believe? Well, if we honestly believe, we would make an effort to be here and prepare ourselves to be here, to be in the presence of God. You see, God is holy. And I believe when we are singing the worship songs and we are entering into the worship it's a time in which we should really prepare our hearts and prepare our lives. Get us ready. As a matter of fact, it's not only here we get prepared. But when we wake up on a Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. See, I tried not to get involved in carnal activities and physical activities during the day if it's a church day. I try to push things around, push things aside and try to keep my mind focused on God. Why? Because I'm coming in here. Not to meet with the Prime Minister of Canada. Oh, it would be great to meet with him. 
and or some a dignitary it'll be great but we're coming here every time the doors are open up to meet with the king of kings and the lord of lords the one that is holy and pure and righteous and that is why we need to reverence the sanctuary of god come on in here and show god that we appreciate him thankful for his mercy and his grace and to just feel his presence you know quite recently i have been experiencing such a peace a real sincere deep peace in my heart and my life that regardless of what happens around me in situations that happen around me there is still something and i believe it's the holy ghost i strongly believe it's the holy ghost I try not to doubt God in any way. I find that uh, the more problems happen in this past three years, just before uh, COVID hit the, 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 uh, the earth and our, our world, uh, uh, we've, we've had quite a bit of experience, uh, not pleasant experience, rough experiences. But recently I find that God has helped me and this is where I am thankful to God for the Lord Jesus. I'm thankful for the Holy Spirit and I'm thankful for the Word of God but the Word of God here sometimes it's so impossible for me to understand it and that's why I'm thankful for the ministry that he has blessed us with that can take the Word of God line upon line precept upon precept here a little dare a little and to break down that word and allow me to understand really what the scripture means when the Bible tells us the priest's lips should keep knowledge. They that seek the law should seek it at his mouth. You know, there are times in which we have had so many profound lessons given to us. And if only God can help us to understand the depth of these lessons, we would get our house prepared. We'll get our lives prepared. We would make the sacrifices and the dedication of our lives to God and get to that place that nothing in this world would mean anything to us anymore. But it's the glory of God that we're after. It's the praises of God in our hearts and our lips and, and our voices would be lifted up. There would not be quiet a moment in church without us shouting the praise of God. When I think, we sang that song tonight, right? When I think of the goodness of Jesus... If you really understand the goodness of Jesus, it was the goodness of God that led us to repentance. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me, you know, in a human uh, a being, a humanity, we sometimes fail to acknowledge God in so many ways. We fail to give thanks to God for his daily provision and his protection in our lives. We fail to talk to him sometimes for a whole day. How can I ever survive one day without speaking to him and taking that time out to spend some quiet moments with him? Jesus, who was the very son of God, found time and he made time to talk to his father. Yes, he did. It was quality time that he spent talking to his father. So when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me, not my mouth cries out hallelujah, not my voice would ring out in hallelujah and praises, but my soul, it means my intellect, my sensibilities, 
and my will deep down on the inside I'll cry out hallelujah thank God for salvation thank God for Calvary thank God for the blood that was shed to bring us redemption and salvation and victory and freedom and healing and deliverance thank God for saving me and tonight we are so blessed we are a congregation we are so blessed and I pray every day that God would help us to understand how good He is to us. And how we ought to be grateful and thankful to Him. And acknowledge Him in every way. Let no unbelief take a hold of our hearts and our lives. But we should get to that place where we learn to trust Him without reservation. Without any fear and doubt. You know, remember the time. You, you all know the situation when Peter was... Well, they were, the disciples were in that little ship, that little boat. And, uh, and they saw Jesus walking in the water. They thought it was a spirit first. And then they cried out and they saw it was Jesus. And what happened? Peter wanted to follow him. He wanted to join him in the water. And so the Lord called him and he took his first step. And he was walking in the water. And some of us, sometimes we take our first step. And we accept the Lord. And things are going so bright and beautiful. Everything great and small and wonderful. And until we hit our first bend in the way. Our first uh, 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 little road bump uh, somewhere there. and our, our first little challenge. Then we wonder if our salvation is really true. When, G when Peter took his eyes off Jesus. What happened? He, he began to sink. Oh, what did Jesus tell him? He didn't say, no, you coward. No. He says, what, the reason why you sank is because of your unbelief. And things would happen in our lives. Things would happen along the way. Things would happen to us that are not pleasant. And we'll question our salvation many, many a times. We'll question and wonder if I'm in the right place. I wonder if this whole thing, we're making all the sacrifice and we're attending church and we're coming so far. And we make all the sacrifice. I'm wondering now, is it, is it really true? This whole thing, is it true or is it just a big... Uh, just a big dream but you know what when we learn to get to that place that we don't question him anymore we don't doubt him anymore you see uh, was it a little one of the villages that Jesus went into I don't know if it was a Capernaum or uh, the Samaritans uh, one of the village he went the scripture says Jesus was the son of God he had all power but he could not work any miracle in that little village not because he was powerless. No, but because the unbelief of the people were so great that it stopped him from performing any miracles. And sometimes I wonder, we see many people, many uh, uh, individuals will come up for prayer. We've seen the lines here, haven't we? Many times we fasted and prayed for a certain situation, a certain condition in a person's life and in their body. And we fasted and pray, but there is still not healing and deliverance like we really want it to be done. When Peter, after the day of Pentecost, when he was, him and John was walking up to the temple, and, and there was this man that was lame, crippled from his mother's womb, and, and uh, he was, he reached out his hand uh, for, for some, some financial assistance, and that's what they do. And uh, what did Peter, Peter didn't have anything, he says silver and gold. Have I none? See, I'm, I'm saying all of this to reflect back on Wednesday night. And I felt the lesson we had just show how powerful the Holy Ghost is. 
How powerful it is to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Not in just talking in tongues, but have the true baptism of the Holy Spirit. He says, silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, give I thee. Today, if you walk by the mall or, or one of the, the stores and you see somebody there, a panhandler, uh, stretching out their hand, you'll give them a few dollars, won't you? Because we didn't have what Peter and John had back then 2,000 years ago. We'll give them silver and gold because that's all we have right now. But he said, Peter says, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. It was the power of the Holy Spirit. The scripture says, but you shall receive power after that Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me. When the Holy Ghost takes possession of somebody. It's not just gibber and jabber. It's a true baptism of the Holy Ghost we're talking about. Something transpires in the life of that individual. That brings about a permanent change in their life. They begin to walk differently. Their conversation would be different. Their view of life would be different. Their dressing would be different. They'll look at things differently. Their speech would be different. This cruelness and this hardness and this judgmental attitude that they have would be gone away. And that quietness of the Holy Spirit, that calmness of the Holy Spirit, that tranquility would be there because there is a difference with everyone that received the true baptism of the Holy Ghost in their lives. And I thank God tonight for the Holy Spirit. Amen. I thank God for the Holy Spirit. No wonder John, I think John, uh, when, he was, uh, when he was writing uh, in, the, in his, uh, his epistle, uh, of John when he says he says believe not every spirit he says beloved in first John 4 I think we covered that on Wednesday night he says uh, he says believe not every spirit he says but try the spirit uh, whether there be of God how do you try the spirit and for years going up in Pentecostal churches and and Pentecostalism uh, we see people, and I, as a young man growing up, I saw people try the Spirit, closing their eyes, clinching their eyes, and clinching their fists, and, and shaking themselves, and, and says, let me try the Spirit, or desert. No, no, that's not a way how we are learned here in the body of Christ. But how can we try the Spirit? Uh, we, we try the Spirit because of the Holy Ghost that we've got in our lives. Amen. You see, I don't look at an individual. Many false prophets are gone into the world. And uh, there are many individuals we can hear on the radio or, or television. We, there are so many individuals. Uh, you see, we are, this is not the, uh, the last time that the scripture is talking about. The last time, the last days began 2,000 years ago. When the scripture talked, in these last days I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. This is not, we are living actually the end of the last times. The end of the days that we are living in. But when we have... That discernment, you know, that's one of the, uh, was it one of the gifts of the Spirit? A discerning a Spirit. And when you have the Holy Ghost in you, there are so many, I hate to use the word features. But there are so many qualities. There are so many gifts and there are so many things to gain from. That you don't need to go to a soothsayer. You don't need to go to a shrink when you have some problems. You don't have to lie on their couch, no. 
And they'll dig up the, your past and tell you about your childhood days. No, as a child of God, we need to have some confidence in God Almighty. We need to trust Him in all our ways. We need to trust His Word. And when we begin to trust Him, if we have that Holy Spirit in our lives, we would be able to see things differently. Try the Spirit. You know the church of Ephesus, and I think, I think we covered that on Wednesday night as well. The church at Ephesus. They tried those. Who said they were apostles. And were not. How did they try them? Not because they studied the scriptures. And, and no, they study people's personality. And, and their mannerism. No. There was something in them called the Holy Spirit. And it's not everyone that, that, that speak in tongues. I believe is baptized with the true Holy Ghost. When you receive the baptism. Of the Holy Spirit. It will change the way you think. It will change the way you walk. It will change the way you talk. It will change the way you decide on things. And your plans would be different. Your goals would be different. Your involvement would be different. Your choices would be different. Because the Holy Spirit would begin to lead and direct you. No wonder the scripture says when you receive that spirit. It will lead you. Into all truth. When you hear truth. You won't have to question it. You don't have to go and search some uh, encyclopedia. Or, or concordance. Or some books to find out. Is, is this really true? No. But deep down on the inside. When you've got the Holy Ghost. And when the spirit of truth is being preached. And the truth is being dispensed. There is a connection between you and truth. Why? Because the Holy Ghost. His spirit of truth will lead you. Into all truth. Sanctify them to thy truth. The scripture says thy word is truth. And that is why I appreciate this place a whole lot. We don't want to waste time attending church over the years. We want God to deal with our lives and help us to, to, to make the changes. Paul made a statement over here. And, and we have, uh, we, I think we are very familiar with this scripture over in 2 Thessalonians. I think it is. And. I just want to say a few more, uh, a couple of more scriptures here before we, uh, before we um, come to the end here. But Second Thessalonians, uh, uh, the second chapter, Paul says, he says, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him. I really appreciate uh, the, the, the writing of apostles, the Apostle Paul. Uh, I really appreciate this word of God that we are receiving. He says that you be not soon shaken in mind. You know, we are shaken in mind. A little problem come and we are shaken in mind. And we question God. But we should have, let the, the, the peace of God should rule in our hearts, Paul said. We should not be shaken in mind. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Be not confirmed to this world, Paul said. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, Holy and acceptable unto him. He says, and be not confirmed to this world. But be renewed. But be renewed by the renewing of our minds. We need, to be we need to have our minds changed. We need to have our thinking changed. Our minds not to be shaken in mind. He says here. He said, our, our trouble neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter from us. As the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come. Except they come a falling away first. And you know what? 
I look at this verse of scripture. And we are so close to the return of our Lord Jesus. We are so close to the end. The return of Christ. And the reestablishment of the God's kingdom on this earth. And I can see. Those individuals. Many people. Like Peter said. Lord do all forsake you. I will not forsake you. And many people. Many individuals have stood up. And, and made pledges. And promises. And vows. That they will continue to the end. But it's not those that just say the, sing the loudest or say the things the loudest or make promises the loudest. But he that endure it unto the end, the same shall be saved. And I see that happening in our time. There's so many people are falling away. So many individuals. When you look at the comments even on our, 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 our lessons and uh, on, the, on the website and, and on social media, comments are declining and uh, and gratitude is is far less appreciation is far less and paul said here he says uh, uh they will come a, a falling away first and the man of sin be revealed the son of perdition who opposed it and exalted himself above all that is called god or that is worship so that he as god sit it or in the temple of god showeth himself that he is god and then he said here, and this is one of the, the verses that I really appreciate. He says, remember ye not that when I was with you, I told you these things. How many times have we heard from this pulpit things that are said and it's come to pass? How many times have we heard prophecies and explanation of scriptures. And things that are supposed to happen that came to pass. Wouldn't it be sad if our pastor get up on me and says, When I was with you, I said these things. But you did not listen. You did not hear. We don't know the importance of what, where we are right now in this place. Until it's gone. And may God help us to really get serious. May God help us to really get down to business in serving God. Regardless of circumstances. Regardless of what happens in the world. Many of us would still be sick. Many of us would fight sicknesses and diseases. And go to the grave sick. But this world is not our home. This is not. That which thou sowest is not quick except it die. We'll go to the grave. We'll have Sorrowful times, but weeping may endure for a night, the scripture says. But joy cometh in the morning. There is a morning coming to every child of God, and I plead with you tonight to really take this seriously. Take the word of God seriously. Take the presence of God seriously. Take the church seriously. We don't have a lot of days ahead of us. Not much time. But we need to ask God to help us to make the necessary changes as quick as possible to get our lives in the right place. To be in that place so when he comes back, he's got a watchman that's watching, not sleeping. There are watchmen that are sleeping today and tonight. That will tell you tomorrow what they dreamt. We've got a watchman that's awake. When the Lord said, he says, and when I would send a sword, not if I should send a sword. 
I want you to read that back. He's not said if I should send a sword. He says when I send a sword. And for God is above. There would be a sword. And there has been swords sent by God. In our land. In our nations. And there will still be swords ahead of us. We've got a watchman we need to listen to. We not, have got a watchman. Let's not enjoy our sleep. They're to sleep. Sleep in the night. They're drunken and drunken in the night. But we pray to God. If you have not got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Pray and ask God to give you the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Seek after God. Tarry the scripture says. He told his disciples go tarry in Jerusalem. Until you'll be endued with power from on high. Paul writing to the church in Rome. He says. If you don't have him that hath not the spirit of God. Is none of his. But if the spirit of him that raised up Christ from the dead. Dwell in you. What rose Christ from the dead? What did raise him from the dead was the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of Him that raised up Christ. The Spirit of God the Father raised up Christ from the dead. Dwell in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body. This is our hope that we have. Yes, it's the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that Holy Ghost that we have that's given to us is the Comforter. If He abides in us. And in that day you shall know that I am in the Father. And the Father is in me. And I in you. And you in me. It's by the Holy Spirit. I feel tonight is such a night. That we need to see the importance. Of the Holy Spirit in our midst. I feel that we need God more than ever. In our lives. Not only when we come to church. But we need God every moment of our lives. Every moment of the day. We need God in our midst. In our lives, we need God in our homes. We're waiting too long to make the changes. But may God help us. That we need to understand how important it is to be led by the Spirit. To have the fullness of the Holy Ghost in our lives. May God touch us and help us. This is truly a blessed place and a wonderful place to be in. Let's see how important it is. To appreciate God more and more for the lessons we are getting and to receive the word of God in our midst. Amen. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Why don't we all stand and sing this to the Lord tonight? Let's mean every word. My sinful nature, give me godly words. Holy Spirit, have your way. Come on, let's mean every word that we sing in here tonight. Holy Spirit. And you today change my sinful nature, give me godly words, holy. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. 
bless your name tonight, Lord. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, have your way. Oh, my life and tonight we really appreciate you for the Holy Spirit appreciate the gift that you have given us Lord and this opportunity we have to be in church and to listen to your words and to feel your presence father we are living in an evil time there's evil all around and unless you keep us and protect us we'll fall victim to the subtle devices of the enemy we ask tonight that you open our hearts and open our minds and our eyes to spiritual things, Father. Help us to see how important it is to live godly and to live a life that's pleasing before you. Oh, Father, we pray that you'll lead us in paths of righteousness for your namesake. Lord, we bring our young ones before you tonight. Father, we pray that you'll keep them preserved from the evil 
that society has to offer. Let your angels be amongst them, we pray. Protect your people wherever they go. Tonight we remember Sister Indira as she's traveling tomorrow. We pray, Lord, that your angels would encamp round about her. And every one of your children, Lord, wherever they may be, let your angels protect and keep your people wherever they are. God, bring them back safe into your house. Be with us, we pray. Really appreciate you tonight, Lord. Bless our service tomorrow. Appreciate our pastor that you've given us. Pray, Lord, that you continue to touch his mind and anoint him that he'll continue to do his faithful work that he has been doing. We ask it in Jesus' most precious and wonderful name. We thank you tonight. Amen. 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 God bless you. Remember your offering tonight.